Hello everyone and welcome to episode 94 of the Mess Hall Podcast. doing another review show and we have a ton of holiday treats that we grew up on so they're not necessarily christmas treats per se but for me these are a lot of stuff that we had around the house at christmas time whether it be stuff in bowls and just put out for guests or you know just having treats around the house so lena is here today as always welcome Lena. thanks for being here (laughs) Thanks for not running away. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) And would you like to introduce our co-host this week, or guest, I guess. Our guest is Kara Penner, a friend from book club. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for inviting me to do this. This is fun. Thanks for being here. (laughs) No problem. Let's get into it. Lena, you have our first one, and we have a little history on that, so... Yeah, so Pot of Gold, which when I asked Kara what her nostalgia was, that is one that seemed to ring a bell for you. (laughs) Yeah, my sister used to take off the top tray and eat the ones from the bottom, all the ones that she (laughs) liked. And so my mom would go to move over to the second layer and half the box would be gone. Genius. (laughs) Younger sister? Oh, yes. Yeah, that sounds like a younger sister thing. I'm a younger sister. <laughs> and so I didn't know until this evening that Pot of Gold was first made in Halifax by a, com- a company there called Moore's, M-O-I-R, I, I assume it's Moore's, which was opened in 1816, but Pot of Gold was made since 1928. It, it was the first company to sell a box of assorted chocolates sold by a confectioner, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It was sold, of course as everything is and now belongs to Hershey's. It was sold to her it was sold to the Standard Brand Limited in nineteen sixty seven, which brought Lownies, which we'll talk about later, in nineteen seventy three, which was all sold to Hershey's in nineteen eighty seven. Liberace was also in ads for a pot of gold in nineteen seventy five. And I'm sure mm-hmm. and the jingle was first used in the seventies. We all know where the rainbow goes. We are told it's a pot of gold. Remember? Very nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did it until just now. I did not think you did. You yeah, did a very I didn't good remember until I did the history. <laughs> I don't know. Let's dig in. We just have a classic box, the chocolate collection. I know you can get lots more. I love reading the menu, the little like picture. But yeah, which one are you going to choose? Do you need the treasure I, map? I typically go for the caramel ones first. Caramel. I do. And do you remember when you were a kid, it was not all these different boxes? Yeah, there was and just they, one kind. There was just one kind. And they had the strawberry cream yeah, and yuck. the orange cream. <laughs> and you know, like, Coffee. Yeah, I didn't like them when I was a kid, but I do like them now. <laughs> but are they in any of the boxes or is it just uh, nuts and caramel? Well, let's see. <laughs> I'm kind of looking at the... Yeah, that's not in this box. It was kind of hard. I just got the chocolate con- collection. There's a milk chocolate collection. I'm going to just randomly choose oh, buttercream. Oh, and this one is not just plain caramel. This is the rum butter caramel. Ooh, that Fancy. sounds good. It is quite good. So what did everybody think? 
pretty good chocolate. Tastes like Christmas. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. always had pot of gold. We, and we never buy a pot of gold at any other time of the year. I'm sure they're yeah. available yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, like all these and most of these, they're available all year. But it does resemble Christmas for me. And I know Lena talked about it as well. It is Christmas. You hit it right on the spot. That is yep. Christmas right there. It is. Yep. And I often give them out to like neighbors and little gifts, teachers. I normally give out a box of pot of gold most years. It's hard to just have just one. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but we've, we've learned from doing the podcast that we eat a lot <laughs> one night and like help yourself to more. <laughs> you will probably regret it. <laughs> Oh, and we've already made our way through two boxes <laughs> thus far. We're well into the Christmas spirit nice. with the pot of gold. Nice. Oh, yes. Do you have a favorite one? Like a favorite of all? There's all those new boxes. Like is it the caramel? You can buy nut ones. We typically go for the classic, the milk chocolate. Yeah. But, you know, I think from a business model, it's a great idea to have all these different brands or different flavors and you make people buy all the different boxes. Yes. But the real classic box had yeah. all those. It had the truffles. It had the milk chocolate. It had the yeah. the big cluster one that we always fought about in the oh, middle yeah, yeah. of the box. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Was yeah. it a big cluster or was it a big bar? I can't remember. It was just a big bar. Oh, I, I remember a cluster. cluster. There is a cluster. There's hazelnuts and then there is just a one big bar of chocolate. And that might be the milk chocolate nowadays. Mm. And I just saw chocolate. I don't know. Yeah. Now I have but, to go and buy all the different boxes to yeah. see which ones have <laughs> <laughs> what. You're welcome, pot of gold. Yeah. <laughs> so one that. thing we didn't do so far was do our ad that we usually do at the first of the podcast. The Mass Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta <laughs> Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. And this week's podcast shout-out is going to Girl Tries Life. Victoria Smith interviews inspiring women to show, show there are many different ways to live an incredible life. Here are tangible ways to achieve your goals and your dreams. I didn't do the best job on that promotion. I've listened to it a couple times. It's a good podcast. But I'm going to let Victoria tell you a little bit more in this clip. This episode is brought to you by the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. The Girl Tries Life podcast is a fellow Alberta Podcast Network member and is all about showing that women are capable of anything when they have the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, a stress reduction coach who is all about helping you reduce your stress so that you can actually enjoy your daily life. Imagine that. In the Girl Tries Life podcast, we alternate between interviews with incredibly inspiring ladies who break down how they got to where they are and coaching episodes that leave you with tangible resources and skills for your own life. Life isn't stressless, but we can help you stress less. So I hope that you'll check out the Girl Tries Life podcast. You can find it at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast. And remember, the most important thing in life is that you try. So I hope you enjoyed that clip. Make sure you check out the podcast. <laughs> And we're going to get back onto our podcast. Sorry to cut you off there earlier, Lena, but let's get right we're back. We're just into Christmas it. excited. So, yes. <laughs> well, there's a whole bunch of chocolate in front of us. So I can understand why we're all excited. Exactly. So I had mentioned how um, Moore's was sold and then Lowney's became part of that. So they're known for their chocolate covered maraschino cherries. Well, also, they're known for their um, the cherry blossoms. You know that big cherry blossom? in a yellow box okay, and it has peanut yeah, pieces yeah. on the outside and it's just it's sold with like chocolate bars 
Do you remember? I do. do you know what? That's what I remember <laughs> from chocolate covered cherries is that. Yeah. But uh but anyway, they've made Lownies has been around since eighteen nineties. And I learned today that January third is National Chocolate Covered Cherry Day. <laughs> of course um, it is. Who didn't know that? <laughs> now, my dad always got a box of chocolate covered cherries. This or the I wanna say it was called Queen Zans in the little like it was a smaller box, but he always had chocolate covered cherries. So I think of my dad when I think of these and not only at Christmas because his birthday was February, so we also often got them both times. But yeah, also at so Christmas. So would he get like leftover discounted from National Cho- Chocolate Cherry Covered Day? Probably, <laughs> but I, I don't know because I didn't. I wasn't normally the one who bought it for him, but they tasted all right to me if they were discounted. <laughs> so let's yeah, let's dig right in. You know, I didn't remember ever having it. A chocolate-covered maraschino cherry before. But I think my mom ran a day home all through my childhood. And so she got the teacher, you know, typical teacher gifts, copious amounts of soaps and chocolates. (laughs) And so eating that reminds me of being at home. And so I I think at some point in time, kids must have given (laughs) these chocolates. (laughs) I want to say Pot of Gold might have had a cherry one, but I could be crazy. Oh, I think you may be right. Yeah, I think we're going back to that long lost box of all the flavors. Yeah, but I'm not (laughs) sure, but it reminds me of childhood. My dad, it's delicious, messy, sticky. (laughs) Yes, I I think the ones in the yellow box are a little bit bigger than these ones. Yeah. And they are a little bit messier. That's why I didn't really like them. They were too messy, the big cherry blossoms. These, beautiful. Yeah. Like a fake cherry kind of flavor too in that, it's not like cure, but in that like liquid around it. Yeah, I do like Minichero, I can't even say it right. Maraschino cherries? Maraschino cherries. They are one of my favorite things. Yeah, in drinks. Drinks or (laughs) if I'm making desserts at work, I'll just take a couple for myself. (laughs) (laughs) One for you, one for me. I try not to like them because I heard that they're bleached and that it stays in your body for like seven years, almost like when you swallow <laughs> gum, but I like them too. I try to pretend I'm healthy, but nope. <laughs> they don't taste anything like a real cherry. No. They but don't, I like no. both. <laughs> and I just can't help thinking as a parent of giving that to a little child and for sure they would hold the whole thing in their hand. They would only take a small bite and they would just be covered in that goo. That's all. Yeah. I just keep thinking that every time I, I look at it. I think you're them. right. That is the correct terminology for what's inside, just goo. Yeah. <laughs> but delicious goo. Goo can be good. Goo can be bad. This is a good one. Yeah. Liquid sugar goo. Where? Yeah. What more do you need? Exactly. Which is kind of funny you say that because lifesavers are our next thing that were invented in 1912. And they were marketed as a summer candy because they don't melt as much as chocolate. Also called lifesavers because they because they look like a life preserver. And the first five flavor roll, which is what we have here, was developed in 1935. Huh. The first rolls were 1912, mainly the mint. And then there were four. They brought it out just in time for your birthday. Frig off. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing was, which was pretty manipulative that I read that the company, they, they ensured that there was a display by cash registered registers and they were only five cents. I want to say this was the 50s. I kind of forget when. And they were only five cents. So they would try to encourage the shop owners to give a nickel back 
in their change so people would then buy lifesavers, huh. which is pretty genius and kind of evil. <laughs> so but, this is one of my picks for a Christmas treat. Because yeah. I remember getting these on Christmas Day in the storybook forms. Yes. 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 So that's With the little I'm, game on it? There could have been. I, I Maybe a little story or something. Yeah. But... Yeah, you'd open it up and there'd be like five packages on each side, maybe. Maybe it was more, maybe it was less. Yeah, in my stocking. Yeah, I, and I remember getting that as a gift a lot. I remember it being a gift that you'd get from sort of family friends or something yeah. that, you know, it was, oh, this is a gift for a kid. And it was, oh, yeah, we'd each get one, yeah. all my yeah. sisters and I, and you open it up and there was like a butterscotch one yeah yeah, yeah. and that was that and was i'm not good. a huge hard candy person but those so he, one was open and i i had a yellow one or a white one last week so i can't mm -hmm. pretend it's been a long time since i had a lifesaver but that's why I also i why i chose red because i want to be reminded of something from long ago not from a week ago <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I feel like there are very few people who like the yellow and the green. So you going for the lemon. All right. So that was spicier than I remembered. I, mean, I wouldn't say spicy, but it was a little, yeah, I'm going to go with spice for the cherry. It was a little spicier than I remember, which it was delicious. Well, in the oh. white one, it, it's weird because I don't think I've had a lifesaver since I was a kid. Yeah. And so <laughs> that tastes like being in my pajamas and pulling out my stocking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the lemon one was great. It reminded me of being a kid again, but it also reminded me of a really nice lemon candy. That, like I said, I can't describe it any better than that. It's not that it's fantastic and it blows me away, but it's really good and I really enjoyed it. I wonder if you can get just one color of Lifesavers. Like, can you buy just red Lifesavers? I don't know. I'm trying to remember back to that book. Like you said, there was the butterscotch one. And maybe there was other ones that had like a whole roll of one The mint flavor. had one flavor, I'm sure. And was there a mint that was whole, like a mint that had a center? Or am I mixing up candies? Do you remember? I just remember the mint ones being just all white. Yeah. Like, like, um, like almost color of an aspirin or something. But, but then I thought they had ones in the center was filled with like blue and white kind of. They were more powdery than these, but yeah. Mm. Maybe I'm mixing up candy. Maybe I'm just crazy. What flavors came in your book this time? It was just all the fruit, five of these oh. five color rolls. Yeah. That's not very creative. No. I found <laughs> a picture online. Okay. It's not the best picture, but it has a peppermint one. Peppermint. Um, spear almond. Yeah. Butterscotch, like you said. Oh. There's the five layers. There's butter rum. Butter rum. There's other flavors here that I can't really make out because it's so such an old picture that. Hmm. And I feel like as a kid, I wouldn't tell the difference between butterscotch and butter rum. No, I probably I would think that they are the same thing. Yeah, unless I had one right after the other, I probably mm -hmm. even still wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the difference really between what was it, peppermint and wintergreen? Yeah, maybe winter like green. Couldn't you make the spark? Oh, there was grape. Yeah, could you make the peppermint ones spark? Do you remember that? Like in the dark and rubbing them against like flannel pajamas or something? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. Like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to look into that because that seems to be something I did. But 
I didn't think of that till right now. I've completely forgotten. Maybe there was an That's incident. That's a whole different package. <laughs> Maybe there's an incident and I blocked it out. <laughs> My older sister wasn't always nice to me, <laughs> even if it was Christmas. <laughs> That's what older sisters are supposed to be like, I think. It's true. <laughs> well, that was a nice one. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> what are we on to next? We are trying Danish butter cookies. So we made a mistake and I think we bought a cheaper brand because you can get the Royal Dansk ones and they come in that tin, that blue tin with the farmhouse on it. This one didn't come in a tin. We bought a smaller version, maybe just no tin, but mm-hmm. but we'll see if they taste, if it still tastes nostalgic. <laughs> but before we try it, I think we describe it as the tin, as everybody knows, as a sewing, sewing kit. kit. Yeah. yeah. You never, no, your mom I didn't don't know keep what the, the tin, like sewing supplies in oh, her tin or yeah. anything really, but I, well, and I was just thinking that I think it's not allowed, like you're not allowed to throw out that tin. No, no, you're because not. every like we had all sorts of tins with yeah. things in them. None of my parents were really sewers, but I think we used them for toys or we used them for Halloween candy. Yeah. yeah. Even when I looked up, History, which all I found really is that they've been around since 1966, is how people repurpose these tins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was a big topic, I talking point. My first year working in a senior's home, that there was a big thing on tins, and there was a lot of they were gathering a whole bunch of tins for a big project, and people like their tins. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think the packaging is cheaper now. Like when our, I know when my grand would like she'd have the same toaster for 40 years yeah <laughs> and stuff so i feel like those tins like they were made to be useful after the yeah. words yeah, where that's a good point. the packaging on sort of more modern treats maybe well yeah. or the modern version of these treats that's more disposable yeah mm-hmm. and i think you can buy the tin still i think we just made a mistake but the cookies look the same you know the little pretzel the little swirl in the little muffin tin with some Sugar on top. I don't know which one to try, although I remember they all taste the same. <laughs> well, so. I seem to remember I'm going for the one with the sugar on top because yeah. I feel like that one is more exciting. I feel uh, it's between the squirrel and the pretzel. I can't decide. <laughs> I'll go for the swirl because just to be opposite. Yeah, it tastes the same to me. Mm-hmm. Although this is a later Christmas memory for me because i know when my grandma was alive she used to bake shortbread and stuff so it was like okay. uh, you wouldn't have really the store-bought ones it was always homemade but yeah. later i remember having these around and i don't know if we actually bought them or if they were just gifts or what the, what the case was but yeah. they have a perfect flavor between homemade like butter and sugar and a packaged cookie like they you there's not too many cookies you can taste butter these you can, yes. but then there's still that artificial package cookie flavor, but still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought they were great. Um, nothing wrong with them. I want a cup of tea to dump, to dunk it in. No, yes. you can't dunk your... Uh, I can't do that. You can't do that. I can do that, and I <laughs> prefer to do that, and I will probably do that tomorrow morning with my red rose tea. I mean, I normally drink Earl Grey, but I will make red rose just... I like. Sounds about right. Yeah. I can't dunk... It would, it just, that texture of sogginess is no mm-hmm. go. But yeah. the hot drink with the cookie, a sip and a bite, yeah. that'll do. But yeah. Because no. if something gets in the tea, Ew. you get a floaty, oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> it touches your teeth, it just touches your lips. 
Oh, yeah. I will do it in front of Avery to see if I can make him gag. No, you can do it. It's just, it's not touching my lips, so it's fine. Yeah. So we talked about that tin. Another iconic tin, Quality Street. That was... That was also very exciting in my house to get a tin of Quality Street. My great aunt Mary, it was her birthday on Christmas Eve, and we always used to give her a tin of Quality Street. So also that memory, which is Christmas, but a birthday. We didn't always have them in my house. We had them at her house. And she lived with my grandmother who lived right next door. So that's kind of nice. We didn't really have them. I didn't. I didn't have them for years until I became kind of an adult. I'm like, I'm going to buy myself a box. So, <laughs> so I didn't know till tonight that it's made by the same company who made Macintosh, who make Macintosh toffees. Because okay. it was that's a good toffee. Yeah, the man who made those, his son, got the company when he died, and then made Quality Street in oh. In 1936. So Macintosh was made first and then these came along second? Yeah, and it's named after a play, Quality Street, by Mm. J.M. Barry, who wrote Peter Pan, who later wrote Peter Pan. Quality Street, I don't know that play. (laughs) (laughs) And it it used the world's first twist wrapping machine. (laughs) They developed it to twist the candy wrappers. Cool. Yeah, and the shop... To bring it back to Moore's, which was based out of UK, out of Halifax, they had their shop, the Macintosh shop in Halifax, but in the UK. We bought a little box or a little, it's not actually a tin, so there's not one of everything. There might be some fight. <laughs> I don't see the purple one, so I will like... You're our guest. You can choose first. <laughs> purple was always my favorite. See, no, there is a purple. I... I just didn't see it. Is this what you're calling purple? Oh, no. Oh, no, it's just the way the light reflected. Yeah. There's not a purple. I think it's the color of the blue wrapper mixing with the gold wrapper. Is maybe what it's yeah. Or maybe it's the outside of the box. You know, so when yeah. you said we talked about pot of gold, I'm just reading the legend. Mm-hmm. This one has the strawberry cream and mm-hmm. orange crunch and orange like cream. And I wonder, did they both? They or are you mixing things? Oh, okay. Oh, no. Because okay. I, there was a very distinct location for each of those in yeah. my dad's house. My dad is from England and we had Quality Street because they were much better yeah. than Pot of Gold. <laughs> and at my grandma's house, we had Pot of Gold just because we had Pot of Gold. So yeah. I specifically remember having the strawberry okay. ones at grandma's house. And okay. And so, okay. so did you choose strawberry? I did. Oh, I didn't. I didn't pass this on. Oh, I, you said that the coconut has always gone in your house. I didn't like know. coconut as a child, or as always left in your house. Right. I didn't like coconut as a child. I love coconut now, so that is what I'm choosing. I was going to choose that one. As There's well. two of those. There are. No, but I know. I'll you're you're going to choose the caramel cup, aren't you? That's my guess. Cause What's this one? Caramel cup. Well, yes. <laughs> All right, let's dig in. Ooh. I need a machine to untwist this. I should develop one. Take it over here. Put it in reverse. <laughs> I need to develop a little robot. I'm going to get my day home kids. <laughs> a little sweatshop for opening chocolates. <laughs> that was so good. And I think I have to agree with my dad all those years ago 
And I think he'd still say it today, but I prefer the quality street over the pot of gold. Hmm. I feel like it's smoother. It's not so, like it doesn't give me that like coating the back of my throat. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I think we'll talk more about that in our recap. But yeah, I, I did enjoy what I had there, the caramel cluster. No, it wasn't a cluster, just caramel covered in chocolate. But it was nice. It was smooth. It was soft. It feels more decadent to open that candy, take the foil out. Mm-hmm. It does feel more of a treat than than to just pop one in your mouth. It does feel more special to no matter what the flavor. That's it what does. I found. <laughs> and each one looks fancier. It's yeah. like a little gift, right? Yeah, each one. yeah, that's you're right. It does. It is like a little gift. You get on and open it. You can yep. just pick it by not even looking at the legend and hope for the best. Yeah. Hopefully you don't get some kind of coffee one. But... <laughs> I'm trying to see if they do have a coffee one. I don't think they do. No. Oh, well, that, that makes it better. I'm so thrifty and I save everything for crafts that I always feel like I should save the packages and make little crafts, but I never do. I'm not that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have a project in mind, but I, every year that I have them, I think I should save them and do something with all these colored cellophane. Is that the word? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't really. <laughs> if anyone has a craft idea out there, let me know. <laughs> well, I know my daughter would give her some tape or glue and something. To, it it would become a glass window. Oh, yeah. It like, would become something beautiful. Nice. I'll send them over to your house. Oh, good. <laughs> With you. some toilet paper rolls. And <laughs> we do have a shortage of garbage being used for crafts. Yeah, in our so house. there oh, you wait. go. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> And now our last thing we're going to try, which you said you didn't recognize, which I wasn't surprised, is chicken bone. So these were made in New Brunswick since 1885. And it they are a little harder to find out here. So I'm not surprised because everyone back home either loves them or hates them. I saw someone post it the other day and she's like, they're the worst candy ever. I like them. I've seen recently <laughs> that there's a cafe in Cape Breton that makes a cheesecake, a chicken bones cheesecake. Ooh. You can get a whiskey now. Yeah, so they've been made they were made since 1885 by Ganong, which used to be in New Brunswick, by Frank Sparhawk. He they used to try to come up with lots of candy just to sell lots and this was one kind he came up with. So first they roll out the pink and then they put the chocolate cinnamon on top and then they roll it like a jelly roll and then twist it by hand. They still do this by hand. Wow. But now they have a machine to cut it and they twist it over a flame to twist it and pull it. And now, yeah, it's still made by hand apparently. Well, and I'm glad to hear that it's chocolate on the inside because when I first saw them, I was a bit scared that it was black licorice. No, no, it's spicy cinnamon flavored (laughs) candy with unsweetened chocolate. So I always think of my grandmother, she, I don't think of these as just Christmas, but my grandmother always had a bowl of these. I actually thought they were from Newfoundland because that's where she's from until this year. I don't know. I just always thought they were. My mom always had them. I I think my mom was a fan of them. So yeah. So are you from the Maritimes as well? Yeah. So let's. The good part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mainlander. (laughs) So let's see. This is your first experience. Now. You'd think they could come up with maybe a bit more appealing name, though. Well, they kind of looked like chicken bones, and they just kind of... I also (laughs) thought, and when you really 
save it for so long and suck on it and suck on it it gets kind of splintery and it <laughs> feels like you're going to choke and it's as terrifying as if you had a chicken bone in your mouth oh how fun nothing let's says. not let's hope we don't die here we go <laughs> at least we'll have a good flavor in we're our all on our cpr here <laughs> and i was talking about this a couple weeks ago it's been years since i had a chicken bone yeah so i'm looking forward to mm, it just the smell Smells like cinnamon hearts, kind yeah, of, yeah. but with mm-hmm. chocolate. Oh, you can bite it. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was a, you suck on it like a hard candy. Well, you can, and then you can get splinters. <laughs> <laughs> that is way better than I remember. Mm-hmm. It's more sophisticated <laughs> than most yeah. candy. That's it, which sounds kind of. You get that cinnamon, but it's not overpowering cinnamon. The chocolate's not too sweet. Yeah, it balances out really nice. That's mm-hmm. a good treat. I forgot how good they were, and it just like blew Brings my you mind. Back. Yeah, not even bring me back. I want these all the time. <laughs> well, you have you to think? get a little crystal dish to put on your. Yes, we used to have one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a delicious cinnamon heart. Cinnamon hearts are not yeah. delicious. No, they're not delicious at all. Nope. But this. Is what cinnamon hearts are trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just need to balance those with. Yeah, because the cinnamon hearts like burn your mouth. That's not a but fun thing. This treat. is a balance on the cinnamon yeah. heart. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if we can find them out here all the time or just at Christmas. We'll have to stock up. We will. Just what I was just thinking, how much more candy we need to introduce into <laughs> the house on a regular basis. <laughs> so before we do a fun little recap here, I'm going to ask you ladies, do you like to save money? Oh, Love to. <laughs> Good. Well, to go into that, this episode is brought to you in part by Park Power, the provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get a... Choose where you get your energy from. And Park Power has low overhead, so chances are you'll switch. If you switch, you'll save money. You can find out how much money you'll save by visiting parkpower.ca and plugging your numbers into the Alberta Energy Savings Calculator. If you decide to switch, it's easy. Nothing changes about your service, only the price you pay, and you can learn more again at parkpower.ca. So, you better switch. <laughs> Who knew? I thought I was just coming to eat candy, and now I'm going to save a bunch of money on my Powerball. There you yeah, go. That went well. <laughs> Fun and educational. Podcast <laughs> no kidding. What was most surprising for you, for everybody? How good the chicken bones are. Yeah. And actually, how good the maraschino cherries are. Fake flavor, but a little bit of both. And, but I do think that's just nostalgia, plain nostalgia for me the cherries i was surprised by the chicken bones because they look like they look like old lady candies that are don't yeah, taste good. my grandmother yeah. having them <laughs> but they actually taste good yeah. <laughs> like it's like some sort of rule that after you get over a certain age you start liking disgusting things i think so it was and the texture of them too i wasn't expecting to just sort of be able to crunch them easily without breaking my teeth yeah. do you think you're just maybe getting older Oh no! <laughs> I better get now that, to see. <laughs> now that you've done the podcast, I will start with the insults. <laughs> what about you, Wave? I think that those chicken bones brought brought me back, but 
surprising in how good those chicken bones were. I forgot about how good they were, and they were fantastic, really good. I enjoyed them. And I've had pot of, chop, pot of gold over the last couple of years, yeah. had Quality Street over the last couple of years, and there's nothing wrong with those. But the most surprising for me, and probably my favorite thing out of everything, was the chicken bones. Yeah. And I, I think I mentioned it before, but... um. You know, we never, growing up, we didn't usually, I don't remember ever having Pot of Gold and Quality Street in the same house. So this is yeah. the very first time I've tried them. Oh. Uh-huh. Back to back. Back like to back. Pepsi challenge. Yes, yeah. exactly. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I thought they were both great, but I agree with you. I think the Quality Street is better than the Pot of Gold in the experience and, and eating it as an experience. You get to unwrap this little gift, like you said, and it's great. It's fun. Is there anything missing here that reminds you of Christmas? Any candy or not in a pre-packaged sense? Yeah. I, I know a lot of homemade baking, but that's that's a whole different podcast. But yeah, yeah. Everything here reminds me of Christmas almost. We didn't have the chocolate cherries, I don't think, as my mom made these like cherry balls with it. coconut. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Coconut my mother made those side. sometimes too. Um, most Christmases, but we still had both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so nothing here is missing for me that I can think of right off the bat. Maybe my mom and dad will send me an email or text me or phone me to say we are missing something, but yeah. what about you two? I don't think so, because we, again, similar to what you said, we had a lot of homemade things in our house, so the package things were quite a, a treat, a deviation from that, so... I mean, our tradition for Christmas was just shove as much in your face as <laughs> you can get away with when the parents aren't looking. Yeah. So yeah. It, I think if I ate all of these treats that you have sitting here, then I would really feel the true spirit of Christmas. Yes. So yeah. Like, yeah. That sort of nauseous, dizzy <laughs> feeling. Sugar high. Yeah. I would say for me, uh, Terry's chocolate orange, which we always oh, got in the bottom yes. of our stocking okay. Christmas. And I just thought of another one. Oh, Toblerone. I don't eat that any other time but Christmas. Okay. And that was kind of when I was like a teenager that I, we started getting those and usually in my stocking. You know, we I've barely ever eaten Toblerone. I think I've maybe yeah. had a couple of pieces my entire life. But we always bought them for my dad because yeah. at some point my mom told me they were his favorite chocolate bar. So we'd always buy them for him. But I never actually ate it myself. And they're delicious. Are your parents divorced? Yep. Do you think you're... Like, when did she tell you that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> together or not? Because that would be kind of evil. <laughs> I actually hate some and get some from you guys all the time. I'll have to ask. <laughs> Dad, did you actually like Toblerone? Because I'm pretty sure we bought him one of those giant <laughs> ones one time. <laughs> like those novelty ones. Because that would be cruel. And then Toblerone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's a couple of days before Christmas. I'm excited now. I'm yeah. more. This this definitely put me in the Christmas spirit a little bit more, like you just said. Yep. I'm excited for Christmas. So. Well, and it's so fun how um, your taste buds are linked to your memories, right? The, these things, like I haven't had these little sugar cookies in forever, and it just. Yeah, takes you back. Yeah. It just really reminds you of a certain point in time, a certain feeling, a certain sense of being together, and it's lovely. Yeah. I like to call it nostalgia eating. So love it. Yeah. 
So I think that's our podcast. Welcome, and I think it's at the time I can say Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so signing off, make sure you check out our website, messhallpodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod and on Facebook at Mess Hall Podcast. And like I said, if you have any Christmas memories, you want to send us an email at the uh, Mess Hall Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, thanks everybody again for listening. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for all the treats. You're welcome. <laughs>